Hey everyone, before this episode begins, I would just like to apologize in advance for the audio quality. With COVID-19 requiring social distancing, I'm not able to use my recording equipment with guests in person. However, I still wanted to be able to produce episodes for you to listen to, especially since we are all bored at home. With that being said, this is the best I can get the audio without recording in person. I hope these more relaxed episodes will still bring a little light into your day. Remember to stay safe and wash your hands and stay six feet apart. Enjoy! Welcome and thank you for listening to This Little Light of Mine. We're listening to a series on formative stories that build people into who they are that will hopefully bring a little light into your day. Today I am joined with Grace. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hi everyone. This is so fun. Grace is a senior in high school, the president of her school's drama club, and loves to write and perform music. So, Grace, today we are talking about your decision to pursue theater as a career, right? hmm Yep. So, let's kind of start at the beginning. So, do you remember what the, the first show you ever did was? Um, yes. Let's see. The first show I ever did was... And it was um, a production put on by the Draper City like Community Theater. And mm-hmm. doing that show is kind of when I like figured out that I really had a love and a passion for theater. Um, my mom's friend was directing the show and we just kind of thought it would be fun for me to go on audition. And I ended up getting like, I was in the ensemble, but I also had a little part where I got to sing a whole song and like, it was the funnest I've ever had. And yeah, that kind of like, was a catalyst for my passion mm-hmm. and love for theater. It kind of got you hooked on it. Mm-hmm. So you, how old were you when you did Dear Edwina? Oh man, it was like, I think it was the summer before I went into sixth grade. So I don't know how So old. you're pretty, yeah, pretty young. So you were pretty young when you did your first show, but then from there on out, you kind of pursued theater as your main hobby, right? Yeah, um, I was like, okay, so I was in this um, performing company called Clayton Productions for like 10 years. So I started it when I was about five years old and continued it up until my um, sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically, it wasn't like theater necessarily, but we did like learn and perform medleys of songs and we would go around and perform them. We would go to different states and like tour there and everything. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's kind of what, got my passion for performing started and then theater like was just kind of built off of that yeah because Clayton Productions is more like like you do a lot more of like older hits and like pop songs but it definitely has a musical theater feel especially with the costumes and the dancing that you guys do um yes exactly after you did Clayton didn't you join um COPA yes so I quit Clayton after my freshman year just because I realized I wanted to do theater in high school and that would have like been um it would have conflicted a lot and I just didn't have the time but um I did audition for Copa I auditioned for them their second year of being in Draper this was something that didn't really conflict as much so I had time to do both and Mm -hmm. Copa was very similar to Clayton um you know we would learn we would learn medleys it was more geared towards musical theater though and it was fun like I did it that year I did it my sophomore year and, like, it was great. I had a good time. And it also just gave me, you know, more performing experience, which was 
which was great. For sure. Like, it's always good to build your resume a little bit. Oh, yeah. No, and I met some really cool people. And, like, the people who taught there had, you know, worked on a lot of really cool projects. And so it was cool to get to know them and kind of build my connections with them, which is important. Mm -hmm. So you were doing Clayton, and then you moved to COPA. And then um, you're Mm -hmm. in high school, though, so you are participating in the high school theater program. So will you talk a little bit about your experience um, doing theater through the high school? Yeah, it's been an adventure. (laughs) Um, So I started my freshman year and I auditioned for West Side Story, which was super fun. Um, I was actually surprised when I made it to callbacks and everything because I made it pretty far. I made it to the final callback for the girls, which was like really crazy. Really impressive for for a freshman. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. For a freshman, it was like it was insane. Um, I ended up being in the ensemble for that show. It was awesome. Like, I just, it made me feel so much love for that department. Mm -hmm. And, like, really just made me feel like this is where I was supposed to be. Um, So I took theater that year. I did the musical. I participated in, like, going to see all their shows and everything. Um, And then sophomore year, we did Little Mermaid, which was also so fun. I ended up getting... um, a role in that one I was one of the Mer sisters which was one of the funnest roles I think I've ever gotten to perform um I loved it so much the costumes like the wig and everything was a dream come true um and so that year was great junior year was my first year in productions company um that was a fun one all shook up was like definitely one of my favorite shows I've ever been in um when I heard that we were doing it, though, I was very skeptical. And same, I think. I don't know. When I heard that, I mean, I feel like I know a lot of shows. I've done musical theater mm-hmm. for a long time, so, but I had never heard of All Shook Up, and so it wasn't even that I didn't want to do that show. Is that I like had no idea what to expect. Yeah, exactly. And I love that they like went and showed us the video mm-hmm. of them performing in the parade and everything. So really, like, yeah. hey, I promise it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that okay. show ended up being. I think I can say this for you too, but like one of the favorites that I've ever done. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, it was so fun. And I know that like everyone who came and saw it loved it. And it just like, I don't know, it gave me a good feeling. And I was like, you know what? This is awesome. And we did a good job with it. Um, And Productions Company was so fun that year. I absolutely loved it. Um, I loved doing the student directed shows that year. Um, And Once on this Island was man that was a dream for so me fun. because I love that show so much I got cast as one of my dream roles which is Asaka um I love that character and like she's just so iconic mm-hmm. <laughs> so um I loved that show with all my heart and it was a good one to like end that year on for sure I think um and then this year has been great like um with Elf that was amazing I got the role that I was hoping for and playing Emily was so much fun. And I just really, I really saw like a lot of myself in her, which was awesome. So getting to explore that character was fantastic. And getting to direct this year was something that like, I never really thought I would love. Mm-hmm. Cause you directed, as much as I did. you directed 21 Trump street. Yes, I did. <laughs> it was, it was so fun. I had seen that show for the first time a few years ago. I think it was freshman year. And like, I fell in love with it. I think it's so funny, but also sends like such a good message. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was super fun to direct. I love directing with Cambria. She's fantastic. And it was just so cool to see 
you know, something that we worked so hard on being put on stage and like being applauded, I guess. Yeah. Like it's, it's such a cool feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had been kind of, I mean, on stage for you've never done anything directing or mm-hmm. anything of that sort. So to try kind of the other side of theater or one of the other sides of theater, mm-hmm. at least it's an right. interesting perspective. Oh yeah. No, it's so cool. And I had done a little bit of it in theater three, but like doing a musical was different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And you know, <laughs> all this craziness is happening. We don't get to do Little Shop anymore, but, like, it's okay. <laughs> um, that was, I was cast as another one of my dream roles in that show, um, which is, it's really sad that we won't get to do it, but, mm-hmm. like, it's it's okay. I'm glad that we got to, you know, do as much of it. Yeah, as we did it was still too. a fun experience to go through the rehearsals of it, even though we won't be able to see, like, the final product. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So your love of theater has gone through high school throughout all of these shows that you've done. Um, mm-hmm. But now that you're senior, you this entire year and I guess a little bit of last year, too, you've had to really think about um, your your after high school education plans and mm-hmm. um, like what kind of a career you've been go- you want to head towards. And ultimately, mm-hmm. you've decided that you want to stay within theater. Right. Yes. Um, I think that recently, like it's progressed a lot more into just like performing in general um kind of like with everything going on everything all this craziness happening um my plans to go out of state for school to like pursue musical theater have been changed um, oh really just so because let's, everything start, in- let's start at the beginning of your audition process for um, Ooh, okay colleges Fun. so um will you kind of explain a little bit about how the um like application process for a musical theater college is different than um a traditional major yeah for sure um so basically what you what you do is you apply for the school first because you know you have to get into the school before you um can Mm -hmm. be in their programs um so the application is just normal you know you have to write a lot of essays there's a lot of things that you have to provide to the school but then for their specific like programs especially the musical theater ones you have to for most schools you have to provide um pre-screen auditions which means you have to film on your own normally two monologues and two songs um and those have to be submitted with your application so i did those with my voice teacher angie lee we love her (laughs) and so um, um i did those with her in her studio um, we just did them all at once and I did the same songs for every single audition mm-hmm. I went to. Yeah. Um, and so that, like, that's really smart just to kind of pick the set that you want and then just really perfect it. And then you can go out and use it for everything. Yeah. Um, so you submit those and if they do want to like call you back, then they'll send you an email being like, we were impressed. We want to see you in person. And then you'll go and like do the in-person audition. Yeah which is what I went and did in Chicago. So you um, applied for a multitude of schools, mainly in New York, right? Obviously, Broadway mm-hmm. Central. Yeah. Um, yes. Before <laughs> this whole corona went down, what was your dream college for musical theater? Um, so I was looking at a few. I was looking at Pace University, NYU, and the Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts, a.k.a. AMDA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I honestly... I didn't get into the musical theater program at Pace, um, but, like, I got into the school. So my plan was to just kind of, like, go there and then re-audition re- for the program or sure. whatever. Um, but then I went and auditioned for AMDA, 
Um, and it was just kind of, my mom was like, let's just do it. You know, it'll be good to get your face out there. I wasn't, I had heard of the school and it had been on my radar for like a really long time. Cause I had seen that a lot of people who were on Broadway were alumni from there. And like, they have a lot, they have a good reputation. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I went and auditioned for them and it was just the best I've ever felt about an audition. Mm-hmm. Um, That's always the best when you, yes. when you just feel so confident after an audition. Exactly. It's a, you have to pay attention to like the energy and how you feel like that's, that's so important. Um, so I auditioned for them and like just the feeling I got in the audition from my performance and just from the people who were there running it was so good. And what I really liked about them is that they were telling us that they don't have like a, um, a capped amount of people that they can take. They just said, if you, if we think that you have the potential and you have the work ethic and the talent, then we will accept you. Like, so we could accept all of you here today. That's so, you great. know, it doesn't, that's such, yeah, that's so was, nice and comforting to hear, to know that you've really got an equal chance to everybody else. Oh, it was, it was awesome. And it definitely like took so much of the stress away from the audition. Um, and so, yeah, like it was great. And just the feedback that they gave me afterwards, after I got accepted and stuff was awesome. And I just felt like the, just the energy I got from them mm-hmm. was amazing and so I was really just thinking that I was gonna I was gonna go there they have a two-year conservatory program in New York um and then if you want to get your BFA your Bachelor of Fine Arts you can move to their LA campus and finish it out there so you had you know all these great plans of going to New York and you had been accepted into some of the schools you were really considering and then Mm -hmm. um coronavirus kind of flew up and changed (laughs) everything as we know it um how has corona affected your decision about um about college um honestly it's been hard because it all happened and I was just kind of like I don't even want to think about it um because everything's just kind of happening at once and it was just not something I wanted to be thinking about but now after just kind of like having this time to consider how I'm feeling what I want to do um I'm thinking that at least for my first year in New York probably isn't what I'm going to go mm-hmm. and like pursue just because I know that especially there, everything is really yeah. bad. <laughs> I'm not going to, I don't want to go there alone when mm-hmm. everything feels so unstable yeah. and like, I mean, going, scary. going out of state for your, or going to college in general, your first year is terrifying being away from your, mm-hmm. your home and your family and everything that you know and feel comfortable with. But then to add on, right a pandemic and to add on yeah. um, the fear of you may not even be able to really experience New York as you should be able to um, mm-hmm. really almost doesn't make the anxiety of going out of state worth it. No, yeah, exactly. Like I was just, I don't know. And, um, and as like, I've kind of been separated from this like world of musical theater recently. Um, I've, kind of been discovering my passion and my love for writing and producing my own Mm -hmm. music um for instance like I competed in Battle of the Bands in January and that was the most fun that I've had performing in a really long time um and like I've just I love getting to be myself on stage and just perform music that people really love and like people really relate to um it's just a good feeling and so I think I've been able to discover that side of my passion recently. 
And I think that's something that I want to um, kind of discover more in college and something that I would definitely want to do after I graduate college too. Really? So are you thinking about changing your major from musical theater to more of a, a street music approach or are you um, more considering music to be something on the side in addition to musical theater? Um, at this point, like for my first year of college, I would definitely be changing my major to a music major because the schools in Utah, the one, the programs that I did get accepted into, I'm not going to mm-hmm. those schools. Um, so like I, my decision for Utah schools right now is most likely the University of Utah. Um, and I got accepted into their vocal performance program there, which is really great. And it would be able to like train me, um, and my voice in a way that hasn't been trained mm-hmm. before, which is a very classical and operatic approach. Um, and there I'd get the opportunity to like take a ton of music theory and, you know, learn. Really get into the nerdy stuff, is part of, of music. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is always like, it's so good to know. And I just think that if you are a music person, it's just stuff that you should mm-hmm. have a knowledge of. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking of doing at least for my freshman year of college. Um, and if things end up clearing up like in the world after that's over, then I'll think about going to New York and like following my original plan. Um, but as of right now, I'm thinking of just like staying here. Um, I got a full ride to the university of Utah. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. So I'm just, I don't know. I think it'd be a good opportunity to take and to just kind of get like those generals and everything yeah. done here and then just go and do all the fun mm-hmm. stuff once everything is back yeah. to normal. So obviously we've talked about um, how Corona has added stress into theater, but even without that theater often has a lot of stress just with itself. Um, you've got, you know, lots mm-hmm. of audition stress and lots of stress just being in rehearsals, especially during tech week. Um, what is the biggest oh, yeah. thing that you have found for yourself to help you um, kind of um, fight against that stress and push forward and continue to uh, find what you love in theater? Um, I think the biggest thing, and this is especially after like doing these high school shows, is to not let what other people are doing and saying get mm-hmm. to you. Um, just because... I know that especially when once you've been with a certain group of people for a very long time and, um, you know, you're spending every day after school with them, you're spending long nights with them, it gets to a point where, you know, people lose that filter. Yeah, and like, I think that can happen with any situation, just, um, not even just in high school. Oh, when you hang can. out with the same people or you're surrounded by the same people, um, you end up getting on each other's nerves. I think that's kind of inevitable. Yeah. Exactly. It is. And, you know, I've just had to learn that what other people say, especially in those really stressful times when it comes down to like putting a show together in the last couple of weeks before opening and everything, like people's brains are under a lot of stress. There's stress like put on with school and homework and everything. And so I just kind of learned to understand that um, there's that emotional side to what people are saying and doing. And, you know, like, it's not always meant in the way that they mm-hmm. say it is or that it's like, for sure, you know, and I had to learn this, especially um, with elf rehearsals. Those were hard for me because 
I was just getting I was getting a lot of notes that like didn't really make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that notes I was from doing the directors, right? The right things. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I thought that I was doing the right things, um, but then like you know they would go back on certain things and I was just confused and I didn't know what was going on and I just felt very discouraged and like I was like I just don't think I can Mm -hmm. do this anymore because I don't know what they really want from me um but in the end I had to learn that like they're under a lot of stress this isn't just my fault you know I just have to be the one to take a look at you know really look at what I'm doing find out something else to do with that character and like just take the note and it wasn't I had I really just had to remind myself that this wasn't an attack on me or (laughs) like my talent but they it was all just for sure thing you know and in the end it worked out and it was okay but you just have to learn to like kind of just get over yourself to put it bluntly like not everything is going to be targeted at you, even though it may seem mm-hmm. like it is. And you just kind of have to yeah. roll with the I think punches. that's very applicable to outside of theater as well, that, um, you know, people oh, say yeah. a lot of things that they don't mean. And throughout the anxiety that's come through theater and kind of the darkness of it, what is one light that has come out of it for you? Um, out of, like, my mm-hmm. experience sure. in theater? Or, like, okay, let's see. Um, I, oof. I don't know, because there's a lot of good things about it. Yeah, there's a lot of good things. I've loved. Um, I think, ultimately, it's getting to the end of a production um, where you can finally perform it in front of people and you get to help them to feel something. Um, This is something that I've just come to find that, like, with movies and music and, like, shows, they... I don't know they there's something about them that just opens up a whole another side to like your mind where you honestly see like someone you don't even know portraying an emotion that you only thought that you felt and it's really like beautiful the way that that happens and I've experienced that by being an audience member and so getting to help someone else have that experience is just amazing Mm-hmm. like I I'm really happy that I get to be the person to help just maybe one person in the audience feel like they're not alone in how they're feeling and that like you know it's okay because mm-hmm. um, I've just I've had that happen so many times just by things like that I watch and that I listen to and it just I don't know it's something that I just really really love to do for other people well, thank you so much, Grace, for joining me and coming in today and sharing your light. Well, thanks for having me. This was awesome. <laughs> thank you to the audience for choosing to tune in. And I hope you will join us next time to hear another formative story. This has been This Little Light of Mine with Lauren. When it's said in a certain way, like mm-hmm. it can definitely sound yeah. like it's one thing when they for meant sure. it another way. Mm-hmm.